0: What's up guys? Welcome back to Unified Mood. As always, I am so grateful for you to be joining me here today. Today, we are going to be talking all about coping with stress. Uh, And uh, I think that this is a topic uh, that we can all relate to. I believe that we all deal with different levels of stress in every single moment of every single day. And I think when it comes down to it for the majority of us, when we are feeling really stressed and we're feeling really overwhelmed, that we then reflect on what has happened and we think, yeah, I definitely could have managed that better. Or "I, I definitely could have dealt with that situation better. And uh, it's human, it is human and it is so natural and it is so normal that you know what, in the heat of the moment when things happen that maybe you do act in a certain way that Doesn't really align with what you stand for and how you believe to treat people. I get it. We're all human. We've all done things that we regret before. We've all made mistakes. Uh, But the only way that we can move past that and to evolve is to figure out, hey, what are the signs of me and when I'm hitting my max? Uh, And better than that, how do I get to before hitting that point? What are the little micro signs that are occurring in the every single day that are showing me your stress levels are mounting up, they're mounting up extremely quickly, And it's about to blow a fuse. Uh, And I think for the majority of us, uh, your body gives you signs, your mind gives you signs, your every single day routines and the way that you work through your day, how you train at the gym, how you go through getting through your work throughout the day, how you deal with a relationship, how you deal with friendships. Uh, You are given so many signs. You are given signs throughout every moment of every single day that I might not be coping okay and that I need to be doing something to diffuse it. But people are too busy. People are too time poor. People have too much on their plate to then actually look after themselves properly so that they can look after other people. And that's what stress is, you know, stress is getting to the point where you cannot look after yourself so then you can't even look after any other people. And that's why humanity, I believe, are and I believe that humans are extremely mean and unkind Uh, I believe that unkindness really comes from a deep-rooted place of a person not feeling at home with themselves and not feeling okay And often that is stress, or that is insecurities, or sadness, or loneliness. But for majority of people who are high functioning people in society, and every single day, it could be a bit of a combination of, you know, stress and depression and anxiety and different things like that. But at the root of it all at the cause for a lot of people is their stress. Um, And the stress could be from not doing the job that they love every single day, day in, day out, going through the grind, being in an unhappy relationship, the stress of that, having children, uh, the stresses of children, having multiple companies and businesses, not prioritizing sleep, not making time for the things that they love uh, and that all really mounting up. Um, So I think it's really important for every person in every single day to start recognizing how do I diffuse stress every single day So even on the days where I'm feeling absolutely amazing and I feel so, so good and I feel phenomenal and I'm going through those days, uh, that it doesn't then trigger a not so happy chapter of time. And it's all hidden in your daily practices. Everything that you do in every single day, in your routines, in your flows and everything that you do, if you do it correctly, if you move through your days, right, uh, it means that you'll never get to the point where you are blowing a fuse of stress. So yes, stressful things happen in life and you are going to have days where you will get every single red light, people at work will be dickheads <laughs> and it will all go wrong. That's just the human nature. But if you're someone that has their processes, their practices and they have their flow, you will find that you would know how to manage with higher level stresses extremely well. So today I'm just going to be taking you through my main top tips for managing stress on every single day. You'll be able to navigate life as a highly functioning human without getting too stressed. So number one, I'm going to go through my list. Number one, Brain dumping and triages, Uh, you'll hear me talk about that so, so often because what happens is people who are not organized, people who do not have structure, who do not brain dump, who do not have clarity in their days, they get extremely overwhelmed and extremely stressed very quickly. So it is really important at the start of your day before any person is interrupting your thoughts, anyone is entering your space, that you're able to take the time to actually brain dump and really map out what is everything that's sitting with me at the moment? And then do a triage. It is really important to do a triage where you're working through the list of things and you're working through it and you're scaling. This is the most important to the least important things. If stuff comes up that's urgent, that obviously does move to the top of the list. Uh, that That's human, that's life. But you've got your list there, you're working through your list, but it's also giving you protective boundaries so that if people are trying to encroach, who are trying to disrupt your piece, that you're able to step back and say, hey, If this is work, for instance, hey, this is what's sitting with me for today. If I've got time at the end of the day, this can slot in here. So then you're creating boundaries and that's really important for your levels of stress and feeling self-control too, that you do have those boundaries that you can turn around and say, nope, nobody's going to be disrupting my peace today. So making sure that you really get that clarity from the get-go, point number one. Number two, gratitude is one of the most important things, most important factors of your every single day life. And I am someone that is extremely grateful. I've always practiced gratitude without even realizing it. I remember when I was in COVID 2020 and I would walk around because I was extremely lonely at the time like the rest of the world. And I didn't even really like know what gratitude the concept was at that point. I hadn't really, really like grasped hard what gratitude was and how important it was. It was just a part of my daily practice to when I was walking take in all the beauty of what world was like, yeah to take in all the beauty of what was around me. So whether it was the ocean, the pink sunrises, dogs smiling, and all of these little moments of gratitude. And since 2020, I feel like it's just really, really amplified from that point. And so one of the biggest things that I do is I start every single day and I choose five things that I'm grateful for. And I do the same practice at nighttime as well, because I think it's really important to start and end your day with that intention. And uh, for some people, they'll be listening to this podcast and they'll be thinking, wow, like... (laughs) I don't even have five things that I'm grateful for. I just hate my life. Like, I don't feel happy. I don't feel good. There is gratitude in absolutely everything. There is something that you could be grateful for in every moment of every single day, whether it is that you have your health, uh, that you are able to breathe easy, and you can suck in a big, deep air of oxygen, and you can move your legs, and you can exercise all things to be grateful for. It could be a beautiful blue clear sky or the sun shining bright. It could be a stormy rain cloud that looks amazing. It could be seeing a family look really happy or a dog, like I love seeing dogs smile. Nothing brings me greater joy than seeing dogs smile because you're like, this is living Barry. So all of these little random moments, like a little flower on the side of the street, and I know it sounds a bit whippy woo-ha and you know that I'm not really that hard whippy woo-ha. My levels of gratitude probably aren't necessarily just to, I guess, that sort of thing. My levels of gratitude are like a beautiful partner like that I love so much and friends, incredible supportive friends, a family that I absolutely adore, the fact that I can move my body in the way that I choose to, the fact that I am able to have financial freedom to be able to do the things that I love. So they're probably bigger scale things, but they might be something that you're working towards at the moment, which is so okay too. So when I try and do my morning gratitude and I do my evening gratitude as well, particularly in the evenings at the moment, part of my nighttime practice is that I'm trying to overcome levels of distraction and procrastination and this is something I've been talking about since the start or end of last year and it is definitely an ever evolving practice and it is something that I've made monumental steps on and it is ever evolving as I said, (laughs) but if I'm able to overcome a milestone for that day, for instance, of procrastination not scrolling on social media, not getting so absorbed into what people are doing. That is something to be grateful as well. And that's something for, I would highly encourage you guys to think about. So gratitude is number two. Number three, work sprints. Uh, Work sprints are incredibly beneficial and there's a whole different formats. Like you can do different variations of whatever you want to. Uh, There's a lot of people that would do, for instance, like a 20 minute with a 15 minute off. There's 45 minute, 15, whatever's Block you would like to work with, that's so fine. For me, I personally like to do longer blocks. The shorter sprints, that just ruins my mindset. And that really, really causes me to get distracted and gets me to like lose tray. So for me, I will do 45 minutes on, 15 minutes off when I'm working on really hard creative tasks. uh, When I'm doing the 15 minutes off, it will either be a walk around the block, it will be Cooking or doing something creative. Figuring out what your work sprint is and how the format works for you is so, so important. And for different people, it's gonna, and trial and error, give it a go. Try 30 minutes on, try 10 minutes off, try 45 minutes on, five minutes off. Figure out how your day works and how it flows and what time block felt the best for you. But genuinely, trying to break up your workday with little sprints and blocks and milestones throughout the day will make you feel a lot less stressed and also revising your triage list. This is really important too because as the day goes on and as time is getting shorter and you're running out of time and everything, it can become stressful. At that point of the day, maybe two o'clock of the day, figure out from your list of triage what needs to be moved onto the list tomorrow and be realistic about the things that you can achieve with that day without putting too much stress and if it means that you've got team involved if you've got people around you communicate to the people around you honestly this is like the biggest problem for humanity the lack of communication to other people about where you're sitting with things if you say to your team members hey this is sitting with me i'm not going to be able to get to this today but i'll prioritize it for tomorrow morning Great, that's fine. I don't need it until the end of the week. But if you don't communicate it and then the person's wondering, hey, I was waiting for this today, that agonizes people more often. That makes people more frustrated and more angry. So communicating with your work tasks if you're part of a team as well. Number four, exercise. I cannot say this enough. You will hear me talking about exercise until I am blue. It is the most important factor of my whole entire day. Honestly, ask Ryan, if I don't exercise in in the morning, I'm lost, Uh, I honestly am lost. Uh, I feel distracted, I feel depresso, I feel sad, I feel miserable, I feel all the feels because exercise for me is like meditation. It's my outlet, it's my space. I get energized by it, I feel incredible. I feel that I'm getting the blood flow and stimulation and life feels incredible. So exercise for me is so, so important. And I think for the majority of people, the priority needs to be there. Whether it is going for a walk, Pilates, yoga, strength training, HIIT training, boxing, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to move your body, make it a priority for your stress. uh, If you are not someone who likes meditation or reading or the practice of sitting still, think of exercise as your therapy, remove the idea of aesthetics, fuck aesthetics. I don't want any, I I hate the bullshit. I honestly hate aesthetic driven exercise. Like I've been working in an industry for a really long time, I love the fitness industry. I love it so much, but I believe that people have it completely the wrong way. People need to be going into exercise and moving their body because that is therapy. That is your outlet in life and that is going to make you a better human. The things that you are able to apply in training and overcoming mental barriers in the physical world will mean that you will be able to go out into the everyday world and absolutely become an incredible human. And you did that and you learned that it's your mind muscle connection. We talk about mind muscle connection of connecting with your glutes when you're doing a squat or if you're doing a hip thrust, same goes your mind muscle connection of learning that you are able to achieve something extraordinary in the gym in the morning will then ripple into your every single day when you go and do something that's completely out of your comfort zone when you go for out there and you put yourself out there and you're raw real and vulnerable that all comes from your muscle memory of what you've done in training so do not Neglect your training session. Do it in the morning. Get it done early. None of this afternoon bullshit. You'll make too many excuses. If you're someone that works in an office as well, way too many excuses for the afternoon. So just become a morning trainer. And if you're not a morning person, I don't give a fuck. Wake up earlier. Get your shit together. Get yourself organized at nighttime and get your ass to the gym. Hard word from Henny. How's the passion behind my hard words? Uh, Okay. And then uh, my final one, my final piece of advice is routine. Uh, And this also ripples on from what I was saying earlier. Your morning and your evening routines are so important. They are so so important, and they are the structures that you need to get fundamental blocks for. You need to figure out what makes you really happy, what ignites your soul, what do you want to fill your days with. Because the thing is, your morning and your nighttime, for the majority of people unless you have children and families and all of that stuff. I totally get it. you you try to juggle it all. I always say that because I'm like, people would listen to my podcast and be like, yeah, but you're single. I mean, I'm not single, sorry. (laughs) People would listen to my podcast and be like, yeah, but you don't have children and you're not... Well, yes, I don't have a children. I have a dog. I have a fur dog. But I... uh, I'm a really busy person too. And so I am really, even though I don't have child in the equation, I am extremely busy person too with a full-time job and multiple businesses. So for me to make sure that those fundamental blocks are there is so, so important because I can't function in my nine to five job and also achieve all of these great things with my businesses around it unless I do have structure and focus and timelines and all of those things. So figuring out your morning routine, but also prioritize your evening routine. This is something that I completely under neglected and has been something that is extremely my priority at the moment. Because the quality of sleep that you get and making sure that you are switching off early, unwinding, taking that time to really get into a mentally right state sleep for sleeping is going to improve your quality of sleep tenfold, but it's also going to mean if you improve your quality of sleep, that you are going to be a higher functioning person in society. Sleep is so, so important. Rest is so important. If you are wide when you are going to bed, if you've been on social media, if you've been scrolling and absorbing all of those things, it means that you are going to then go into your sleep pattern. It's going to be disrupted. It's not going to be quality sleep, which means that you are not going to be productive in the day after. It is a snowball effect. And so prioritize your evening routine, prioritize your morning routine, Set something in stone, practice it for a week. If something doesn't feel right, if something doesn't feel good, it's so okay. You don't have to follow anybody's method. Just follow what works for you and what you love and keep on doing it day in, day out. Guys, I hope you enjoyed my podcast today about coping with stress. Uh, If you're not feeling at home with yourself, if you do not feel okay today, this is my reminder that you know what? It is okay not to feel okay. It is okay to not feel at peace with yourself. It is okay to feel stressed and overwhelmed and frustration and angry at life but you're only allowed to do it for a moment. You can only sit in your place of misery for a moment. You are the only person that is in control of your circumstances. You are the only person that can change your stars. So this is your reality check to make something happen today and to change your stars. Guys, go out. Be a kind person to other people. Be even kinder to yourself. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. Give me a like or a share on Instagram. Hit me up in the DMs. I love speaking to you guys. And as always, have a beautiful day and I'll talk to you guys soon. See ya.